welcome to Agronomy for Farmer Success, a podcast brought to you by Osmus Farm Supply. Hello, this is Bill Schrader with Osmus Farm Supply Seed. Today I'm joined with uh, Chad Danny. Thank you, Chad, for coming down. Over the course of the last week, maybe week and a half for some of our growers, we've been hit with a tremendous amount of rain, Chad. Well, there's several things on people's mind, but probably the big thing right now is what do I do next if I'm a grower? Obviously, replanting is um, a top concern. Glad you could join me today, Chad. I thought we'd just have a brief uh, discussion on this and uh, maybe give some people things to consider or think about when they're um, making the replant decision. So I know both you and I, we are agronomists, we're salesmen, but we're also farmers. We bring that perspective to the discussion. But if you have a grower that comes to you and asks you whether he should replant or not, what kind of process do you go through with him? Well, Bill, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, the process really is we have to a wait for the, the excessive moisture to recede, get out there, see what we have to deal with. Obviously, stand is a big part of the equation. You know, <clears throat> this time of year, you have to look at it. If you're looking at 80, 90, even 100,000 viable plants, you would leave that. The big question is, is frankly, maturity is one of the things that, you know, people want to immediately go to something on the earlier side because they want to match up, you know, harvest time like that. And I will say, you know, when I'm visiting about that, the one thing is, is traditionally sticking with a a full season bean this time of year will warrant you, you know, more yieldability in the fall. However, I understand the guys, especially large growers, don't want to come back to them situations and, and harvest twice. So... That comes and plays into the role of it, but basically, you give your opinion of what you think should be done. The situation, you know, this is this is not a hail-driven replant situation. It's it's generally we're dealing with excessive water, so it's really more of a just how do we deal with it? Get the product to go out there and, and then get these acres covered again, and pray that the moisture stays away this time. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> so as of this recording, we're actually doing this on May sixteenth. And for a lot of people, the major rain event was um, actually on Saturday. So this is Tuesday. Saturday, we had a major rain event here. So the one saving grace for some of these situations also might be we've had some cooler temps, right? Correct. Correct. I actually, like I discussed earlier with you, um, me and Bill both farm ourselves, and I actually walked out to an intake Sunday evening to check it. And... um, Actually, by the time I got back to the to the ditch, my feet were, were very, very cold, and that's a good sign. The second thing, a lot of these beans are still emerging, are certainly still in the cotyledon stage. Um, whenever the cotyledon's still there, you know, the bean is feeding off the cotyledon. That makes it a much more viable, hardy plant, much more just like corn when it's just spiking through and stuff and hasn't leaked out. It does give you a bigger window for that seed to survive underwater. Having said that, today we're full sunlight. We're talking 80 degrees. Um, that sunlight's going to reflect off the water. It's going to heat it up very quickly. Um, I think if the water hasn't receded here, probably by, you know, this a.m. hour, certainly this afternoon, probably going to be an area that's going to need to be dealt with. A little bit of a, a silver lining there is the cooler temps. But as you mentioned, today it's going to get fairly warm. So we might bake 
some of those things out. You know, the rain this time of year, that's one benefit we have is the cooler temps. But and then you've mentioned too, there'd be other things you're gonna look at, like um not only the stand, but the spacing that's out there. So if we have even spacing, we can get down to those lower population, what's going on out there. There's going to be people too that want to do something. Uh, I know I was in a situation myself as a farmer and it was on a borderline situation. I didn't know whether I wanted to replant or not. I had a discussion actually with a customer who's an older gentleman and he's like, you know, Bill, I can tell that you're going to want to do something just because peace of mind. If you're in a borderline situation, it always, to some people, always feels better to do something as opposed to just leaving it be. Chad and I can give you agronomic advice or you can talk to an agronomist and we can tell you that the stand is there to give you an adequate yield or it doesn't pay to go tear it up and start over. But sometimes guys just want to do something to make make them feel like they're trying too. So. And there's nothing wrong with that. We just want to help you make the best decision possible if you do find yourself in a replant um, situation due to hail or, in this case, probably moisture. Well, so. the, the one thing, you know, if, if there is a silver lining, like Bill said, is, is the timing of this rain event. Still, I think May 15th, you're still at optimum um, soybean yield if you believe the universities and things like that. So we're only a day past that. There's potential that some of these areas we can start to deal with and get replanted by the end of the weekend. So we're certainly not out of the, the yieldability window on soybeans for the corn. Still a very viable number of the guys in central Minnesota last year did not even get started planting corn till May 20th. Um, I was shocked by the yields that they actually had out of it. As we all know, Mother Nature's the driver and how this thing moves forward. But I would much rather have corn, soybeans hit with a rain event now versus a month from now. Um, where they will not recover from it. Young seed is quite viable right now to, to weather the storm, and it gives it a bigger window to recover and start doing the job that's supposed to go out there. Yeah, absolutely. You can still capture a lot of yield um, potential yet by this planning. Well, Chad, um, thanks for coming in. Thanks for sharing some of your perspectives on this situation. Uh, if anybody is listening to the podcast and has more questions, feel free to reach out to us here at Osmond's Farm Supply or your local AFS seed rep. We'd be happy to um, talk to you and listen to what your situation is and hopefully give you some good advice. You know, like my father said, Bill, a farmer generally loses a crop five times in a year. And, um, you know, last year we had a huge rain event that come through, dumped three inches in literally like 20 minutes. And um, we we thought, honestly, we drove around the next morning that all was lost. And from my perspective, it was probably the, the, the largest crop that I've ever raised. And I didn't finish planting soybeans till the 24th of May. I think I finished corn on May 14th. So again, Mother Nature is still the driver on how she wants to finish the year. So oh, that's absolutely true. You're right. And it it has been um, remarkable to see how much our drainage has taken away in the last couple of days. That's yeah, shocking, I, actually. Um, considering the massive amounts of rain that fell in some places, it's, it's good to see that a, a lion's share of that has actually went away. All right, Chad. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Appreciate you coming. Thank you for listening to Agronomy for Farmer Success. If you'd like any additional information, please contact your trusted Osmus Farm Supply agronomist. Please make sure to subscribe to Agronomy for Farmer Success on your podcast player of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, 
Pandora, and more to be notified when new episodes become available. 